all in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our special holiday edition of All in Your Mind. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Who are you calling a ho? <laughs> as you may uh, may have gathered by now, the the the, uh, the dulcet tones of uh, Mr. Dwayne Beeman were delivering our uh, Santa Claus-like uh, introduction. What's up, everybody? And to start things off, we have with us in studio uh, the one and only Scott McCormick. For the day, I have decided to dress in a Santa Claus outfit. I also have grown out a full white beard. And Rick will also let you know that I've decided to let my antlers grow for the season. So I'm in a festive mood. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to come in because we're doing that thing, which I love. We're where, doing that thing. Where we do five minutes and then we're out of here. <laughs> Well, so, well, let's talk about, well, uh, what did you have uh, on the holiday buffet, Scott? Well, we had some delightful pizza, but there was manicotti. Oh, uh, we should let everybody know that what you concurrently mean? with this podcast, we're having our company Christmas party, so. Yes. Yeah. That is correct, and uh, as as is our want, we go Italian for the holidays. That's <laughs> true. Um, uh, there was some delightful shells with cheese fillings, and uh, and a uh, good time was had by all. I also enjoyed one of Nan's Snickerdoodles just before Indeed. I came oh, in yeah. here. Legendary Snickerdoodles. Legend the beast. <laughs> Dwayne compels her to bring Snickerdoodles That's every right. year. Which, yeah. is everyone knows, is German for little snacky cookie. <laughs> and I we, thought it was German for fat boy food. But yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Everything I said was fat boy food. <laughs> I, I like uh, uh, um, our duplication uh, um, uh, geniuses, um, uh, Tran and Young, uh, bring in their spring rolls. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're I missed out seafood. on those this year. Did you? Yeah, they go so quick. Yeah, they're really tasty. You got to kind of be like at the door when she's like <laughs> coming through with those things. because you, you have damn. to position yourself. That's right. They may or may not contain crack. We have no evidence to <laughs> confirm or deny that. So, what if if we weren't having a holiday uh, party? What what would you currently be working on, Scott? Well, Rick, <laughs> I'm just wrapping up recording the second half of the second book of Sir Apropos of Nothing ah. by uh, Peter David, legendary comic book writer and also legendary New York Times bestselling author, and also someone you can hear on another podcast. Yes, I just did an interview with him, and he was delightful and uh and i uh realized during that course of that interview how how much of my life has revolved around the works of mr peter david when i was in uh, high school i used to go to the star trek conventions which will come as a surprise to no one <laughs> and um peter david used to come to those and he would hold panels talking about being a writer and the thing i got to talk to him about was just you know how I never thought my life would bring me to the point where I would be interacting with yeah. him on a professional basis. It's always interesting. So it was it was very fascinating to talk about that. Um, he revealed some secrets. Oh. I got to ask him about um, 
a very important historical comic book event, which was the behanding of Aquaman back in the 1990s. Behanding. Is that really a word? Well, it must be. When if per- someone can be beheaded, they can be behanded, yes? When piranha eats your hand. Yeah. That, I would say, is a behanding. That makes sense. Other behandings from history include Captain Hook and uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Right. There and, are many behandings. There's, uh, there's a uh, spoiler alert. Game of Thrones has one, doesn't <gasps> yes, uh, yes, 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 they right. do. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. They call yeah. they call them they call them lefty for a reason, um, <laughs> and actually a very recent graphic audio production had one. Oh, I, I'll leave it at that. Oh well, well, <laughs> fans, write in with your guesses and uh, be sure to tweet. I, I just lo- go on on our site and just buy every book just to find. There out. you go. Well, certainly anything uh, released within the past uh, twenty eight days. Yeah. <laughs> Why stop there? Go back. Go back well, further. Start there. <laughs> <laughs> and work your way forward. I'm kind of interested now. Can 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 other, can our listeners actually name all the behandings that have happened in graphic audio? That if they can name a behanding, I will send my name on a piece of paper to them, which will be worth absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm done. Uh, you're done, Scott. Wow. Well, Since, uh, in the uh, as as the uh, by the rules laid down by the revolving door handbook, it is time for you to say goodbye. Goodbye. To run out into the bullpen and snatch another mystery guest. Thank you, Scott. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Rick, and you thank you, Dwayne. Drop, uh, no problem, Scott. Thank drop you. Drop by anytime. Yeah. Santa. I make my runs about the break of day. Uh, who knows what he'll become? Who he'll be coming back with? Uh, let's see. Any any guesses, Dwayne? Um, it will be Dylan Lynch. Oh, it will. Yes. How do you it, know that? Yeah. Amazing! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, one and all, gentlemen. It's How do you be? Dylan Lynch. Beautiful graphic audio Christmas party day. Welcome, sir. Thanks. I think this is your first appearance on the All in Your Mind podcast, isn't uh, it, Dylan? Uh, I, I, yes. Put on put on the headphones so you know what to, You uh, are right, sir. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but even, You are correct, sir. Yeah, yes. Dwayne's <laughs> Dwayne's voice carries even though Dylan had no headphones on at the time. <laughs> so uh, so what have what have you recently been uh, been uh, doing uh, with yourself? Uh, start with graphic audio, but you could you could go uh, elsewhere with that. What have I recently been doing? Well, uh, I've been um, Adapting books for for quite a while, but uh, oh, yeah. as far as uh, what what current book? What's what's your most recent? Adaptation? Well, I've uh, actually I'm on uh, book five of the Spellsinger series. Uh, ah. I've I've directed adapted by all Asaford. four of them, and uh, T- Terence Asaford. And the author is author of that is is uh, the author is the person who wrote it. Alan Dean Foster. Alan Dean Foster, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> who I understand, given that uh, today is when the Force Awakens, ah, yes. uh, yeah. actually worked on uh, on one of those. He did a novelization. He ghost wrote the, first, the very first Star Wars novel, which was credited to George to Lucas. George Lucas. But he wrote the first one in um, Splinters of a Mind's Eye. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a famous uh, yeah. sci-fi uh, author and, well, and does go. a lot of the yeah. novelizations. I remember reading that that novelization before the movie opened, which was 
that's kind of a rare thing. Heavens, because um, we had seen it. We had seen a preview in which they uh, a preview trailer in which they used uh, um, uh, the planets uh, hosts the planets as the scoring for it. Oh, really? Because they didn't even have the John Williams score. Of course. Yet. Oh wow. Yeah. And and. Even the trailer was like, you know, young geek in training. It was like uh, we had never seen anything like that. So, right. I, oh, so I ate up anything related to the. I bet. Yeah. I bet. I mean, I, mean, I, I could go, okay, this isn't graphic audio. We're into Star Wars now. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> but I can, recall, I can recall seeing it the first time in the theater. Yeah. And I, uh, I was sitting kind of far down. The, the place was packed. I didn't really know much about the movie other than a number of people said, oh, you got to go see this. And, uh, and, of course, it opens with the trailer, yeah. Galaxy Far, Far Away, and the music is great. Yeah. This was the first time in a long time that I'd been to a movie where they did the full scoring, you know, yeah, the yeah, symphonic yeah. scoring. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the, the time trailer was goes away. Scores, yeah. yeah, the trailer goes away, and uh, Princess Leia's ship comes into view, you know, passes overhead. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking, whoa, this is good. Whoa. Yeah. This looks like they're actually out there. Yeah, this yeah. is no Buck Rogers <laughs> yeah, exactly. thing with the, the, the smoke floating up. You know, this is everybody then, remembers that. And everybody, shot. And, yeah. and so, so Princess Leia's ship comes into view, and and actually, I think the first thing you see are are the uh, the torpedoes going past right. it. Yeah, yeah, right. Then you see her ship, and I think, wow, this is really cool. And then the destroyer, that can I say, Effin? Sure. Destroyer, yeah. the the feckin' destroyer <laughs> passes overhead and it fills the screen. And uh, I I was uh, I was good for a decade. Yeah, it, it was just uh, it was fantastic. So are you going to be camping out uh, for? I guess it's a little late to do that. Since it's uh, yeah, I, th- I uh, think th- I think the spots are gone now, and uh, <laughs> and you know my arthritic joints probably wouldn't take no. it too well. They'd have to carry me into the theater, but it'd be it would be worth the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that might well be the case. So, um, but uh, um, you know what? Uh, some of the things that I've narrated lately that uh, yeah. I particularly like uh, the demon cycles. Oh yeah, uh, stories are pr- primarily because oh they're so well written. Yeah, and he creates these entirely believable societies, and they they behave with all of the kind of uh, oh, kind of mm, kind you know of. What? You will have to pick that up next time, folks, because the alarm <laughs> just went off. Just much much that's, subtler than what I wake up to in the morning. That's, that's sure. a true teaser. Yeah. Very well. Well, well, thank you for stopping in, Dylan, and um, uh, Merry Christmas to y'all. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> same to you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Go out and fetch us somebody else. Thanks. Goodbye. Rose Supan is in the house. Oh, Rose Supan. Yeah. Welcome, Rose. Hello. Happy holidays to you. Just leave it open. Oh, no, no. Go ahead and shut it. Okay. Shut it. You know. There we go. There you go. Come in. Come in and know me better. All right, then. (laughs) So, what's up, Rick? So, uh, have you been having a nice holiday party? I've been having a wonderful holiday party. Um, I got 
I got a kimono today from Colleen Delaney. Oh, now, okay. No. So, but Did that was outside it? of the Secret Santa thing. I saw that was you outside of it. Secret yeah, Santa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was just that was a personal gift. It was. It was you wonderful. Who was your, what was your Secret Santa? My Secret Santa was beautiful pink earrings and two pair of oh. loud, obnoxious, wonderful socks. Did you find out who got? Did you ever find out? MJ. Who, it was MJ. Yep, mm. and he didn't even get. He did Didn't not even get Colleen to buy him. He picked him out himself. Wow. wow. And wow. they got, were great. He got in touch with his feminine side. Yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw these socks, you might wonder if he yeah. did or not. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there, there are many shades to the feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what are you working on these days, Rose? I am working on a number of things. I'm working on the Shadows Beneath Anthology, which is basically not only do you get short stories by Brandon Sanderson and others, but you also get to hear the whole writing process. Yeah, right? now that is an amazing uh, project. It, it, at first glance, when we all got scripts of it, it was like, what the hell is this? I know. <laughs> yeah, because you it's, watch the scripts grow. Yeah. You yeah. see first drafts, final drafts, and I mean, we've got recordings of um, Brandon Sanderson and the other authors having uh, workshopping sessions, brainstorming sessions. So, so if you're a Brandon Sanderson fan, this this is this will you will be in this hug is heaven. Must have yeah, material. Yeah, must have material. And I'm working on my favorite. I'm working on a new preacher book. Ah, yes. Preacher's bloodbath. <laughs> and then, then, and then we're that's, doing. That's how preacher keeps his skin so. Fresh. Yeah. Then we're doing preacher's blood sauna. <laughs> preacher's blood massage. <laughs> <laughs> and preacher's happy ending. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a happy ending. That's right. And we've got a new Brandon Sanderson book that I am prepping right now. That I cannot remember the name of. Do you remember it? Um, Stormlight Archives. Stormlight Archives. And the first book, The Way of the Kings. The Way of the Kings. Now, and now is this, this right isn't now. related to any other Brandon Sanderson we've done. Not that I know of, no. No, it this certainly is wasn't. totally new. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. But this is his magnum, magnus opus. I magnum opus? Magnum opus, yeah. This is, Wasn't this, that a cult? Didn't Colt put that out? <laughs> Magnum, yeah. <laughs> Colt, Colt 44, Magnum Opus. <laughs> yes, endorsed by Billy D. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so um, now did, is that a finished Magnum Opus or is that an in-process? Uh, well, I, no, I, yeah. I think, from what I understand, it's finished. Yeah. He is amazingly it's put together, prolific. But, but this is... This is massive, yeah. and it's going to take a while, so it's going to give the, the listeners something to really get wrapped up in for wow. a while. Wow. And, I mean, I'm 50, pages, nice. I'm 50 pages into the prep of the first third of the first book. Okay. And it is, it's so good. And now, do every we know how many parts really, we're talking? How many, what, well, what the first book is definitely going to be a five-parter. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and, we've and then it's like, I think it's uh, four other books that, belongs in the series and wow those books might be five parts as well yeah. so yeah they're, they're over a billion words yes. per, wow. per book yeah. so bigger than Mistborn <laughs> yeah much bigger than Mistborn yeah amazing yeah some of us may be dead by the end of that day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm living forever. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I forgot we were immortal. We live on in stereo hi-fi. That's right. Yes, that's well. There is some truth to that. I like to, you know, uh, in this time of reflection and uh, as the year comes to an end, to know that uh, that our efforts are well can live on beyond us. They can. It's yeah. true. That's. That's yep. yeah. That's. It's also a little depressing, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's a, it's it's an upbeat. It's a more happy Shelby. Thing. More Shelby's going to be proud of preacher forever. I yeah, suspect. Indeed. Indeed. So, so what? he's going to put on his tombstone. Death is notional. Well, now, <laughs> <laughs> well, in his case, it certainly is, because uh, Lord knows he he should have been dead many times over by now. Oh uh, no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this this uh, this writers project that you're working on, uh-huh. uh the the beneath the shadow what is it shadows beneath shadows beneath, beneath anthology. anthology yeah and it's how many stories it's like four stories it's four short stories and go ahead and, no and 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 it, uh, we're also incorporating the workshopping sessions the workshopping brainstorming sessions that's when the four authors who write the short stories get together throw out some ideas mm-hmm. and literally the authors come up with the idea and where it might go from these ideas that the author has first thrown forth then we can listen to a first draft and sometimes a second draft of the stories followed by the brainstorming um, the, the the workshopping session oh, okay when the authors come together and they all work they critique the story they try to figure out problems wow. um, and we've also got essays by Sanderson and Howard Taylor um, Interesting. Dan so Wells. Now, yeah. now are, I don't know if this has been finalized yet, but are we structuring it in in a way that the listener could work backwards if they wanted to hear the yes. final product first the without first being thing spoiled? They would, yeah, well, I, I yeah. think that's one of the good points is you yeah. don't want the spoilers. Right. So you listen to the final product first. And then you work Each, backwards. Then you work backwards from there. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And now you, we have actual recordings of. Uh, we have actually rec- we have the actual brainstorming and workshopping sessions. Cool. Yeah, some of them up to like thirty-eight minutes long. Wow. Fascinating stuff wow. too. Now this is a now this is a project that Brandon Sanderson actually came to us with, right? He did. Yeah. He he pitched it to us, and we were like, "Yeah, that would be great." And um, I mean, but because it really. You don't get a chance to look at the writing process no, like this normally. Not at all. As far as I know, what we're doing may be the first of its kind, actually taking these drafts and realizing them as graphic audio mm-hmm. stories, you mm-hmm. know, and but then watching then them grow. Yeah. And we actually use different directors with each draft. So you can also hear directors' takes on the same story. Oh, I, not directors, I'm sorry, engineers. engineers sound engineers. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. Because I only worked with you. No, it's just it's just me. I, th- yeah. I admit that the mustache threw you off, but it was just me. Um, <laughs> one thing I should mention before time runs out is that for decades now, Rose has put together a, a holiday tradition of putting she she does her own <laughs> Christmas CD with yeah. a with a variety of of. All kinds of music. Some, yeah, I don't even know where you find some this music from. Parody. I hunt all year. And Man. when did you first start that? 1990. I made a cassette <sighs> for three people. 
Um, the most I ever made for one Christmas year was 140 CDs because people started approaching me that I didn't even know yeah. asking for them. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been... My end is over. I've done a quarter century of them now. This, this is, is it. it. This, this is, is the, the last one mark this it, year. Mark it in history. Yeah. It shall That's go down. Right. And in each... Each one, I always, the very first song is always so bad that it has to be taken off before it's over. And I finally had my dream come true. I've been meaning to do this for years. I used Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. And it deserves the death it gets. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Children sing their songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do a you do a fake out on us. Uh, I do, yeah. I do. Um, not to mention, I mean, as Nathaniel said, it's it's. It's probably the the one that comes up next is Elton John's Step Into Christmas. <laughs> As two songs by major artists that really stink. <laughs> well, nobody's perfect. No, it's true, but in this case, they're really not perfect. Now, now um what was I going to say? We gave you a little extra time, Rose. Hope you don't mind. No, I Mainly don't mind. Mainly because of my incompetence with the clock, but we had a lot to talk about. It's been a while since we've had you in the booth. Last time we were in, we were talking about uh, Demon Cycle? No, we were interviewing Peter V. Brett. We, we yeah, were interviewing yeah, yeah. Peter about Demon, Brett. Demon Cycle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so Johan was alone. So what, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, so it's been a while. But um, so when you put together these, these Christmas CDs, you, you, you call them from, you said that I think you have like a, a other people that make suggestions. Or I have, have like other a, people who will just send me stuff. Yeah. I have people, I have other people who make these themselves. There's this huge network of, of people who love to make bizarre Mix, Christmas cut. mixes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then hand them out to friends. Hmm. If you go on the internet, you can actually find some that are like MP3s. You can get them for free and download them. Awesome. Unfortunately, I am so concerned about how my pauses go in between the songs that I will not allow MP3s because then people just shuffle them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's I want right. I want it to be taken as a whole. Because you're the DJ. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're meant to be done in a specific order. It's what I wanted to cool. be when I was a kid and I finally got to be it. Awesome. Well, we have well, I'm looking forward to hearing more of this year's so we just heard the opening uh, uh, during the Christmas party. Uh, and uh, and thank you for the long run. <laughs> thank yeah. you yeah, very it's been a well. Pleasure. Always something to look for forward listening. to. Yeah, yeah, really appreciate them. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, Rose. Well, um, uh, well, can you go out there and grab somebody else? I will and, grab and, somebody and, else, and we'll see who it is. Happy holidays, ha folks. Happy holidays from Rose Elizabeth Sue. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Thanks, Rose. Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That's a bar. What's up? Let me close this door. Shut the door. Shut that door. <sighs>
Yes, sir, well, Mr. Welcome. Beeman. Uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. What's uh, going on? What do you got in your hot What's little hand? What's going on? The I man know. has brought us a Christmas treat of well, some kind. Jim Bean. And it's not a, <laughs> yes, uh, not a snickerdoodle. <laughs> yeah, well. What, what uh, have you there in your... Here, you want to taste some of this? Oh. This is... Uh, uh, Holy macrolandy. Yeah, that's Colleen brought in some like cinnamon-flavored whiskey. Oh, I was right. It was yeah. It was close. Yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, it uh, right. It warms the cockles of your heart. Hi, Chihuahua. Yes. No, wow. It's good. Yeah. That's got burn. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it, it burns. It burns. <laughs> so what do you have in your hand there? Hmm. Hand. Grow hair well, on your chest. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, would work for you, <laughs> but not necessarily for me. <laughs> no, uh, I um, uh, many years ago uh, I asked uh, Mr. Beeman over there. Um, oh. So, Dwayne, what kind of cookies do you like? And, Snickerdoodles. And you said Snickerdoodles. And, That's right. And I've been making them ever since. Yeah, we pl- we already plugged it already okay. in the podcast. So. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, for, just for the heck of it, just for, you know, uh, S's and giggles, I uh, decided to look up the etymology of the word Snickerdoodle. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. Well, the joy of cooking claims that Snickerdoodles are probably German in origin and that the name is a corruption of the German for chicken noodle. <laughs> Which means yeah. snail noodles. Mm. It's kind oh, of pastry. Yummy. But snail noodles. That's, y- snails are always what you want to evoke when you're going to have a treat. We were out there yeah. saying, yes, we, we, we used to eat some things of all <laughs> because they were easy to catch. So they were very slow. But uh, no, but it, it also just may come from a, uh, a New England tradition of whimsical cookie names, such as. Um, uh, Graham Jakes, Jolly Boys, Branville, Tangled Britches, and Kinkawoodles. <laughs> Tangled Britches? Want... Tangled Britches, Jumbles, oh, tangle... Plunkets, and Crybabies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all cookies. I'll see if I can uh, look up a recipe for Crybabies for you, yeah. uh, Dwayne. All right, I'll be yeah. looking forward to that. I, but but of course, if they have tomatoes in them, then I then it won't. <laughs> what about Tangled uh, Britches? Tangled Britches. Tangled Britches. That's a, that's um. Yeah, that. Uh, you, what, are you going to drink all of that? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's really good. It is good. And it's it really, good. it's really uh, making yeah. the podcast for me here. Yeah, I know. Well, well that's what they. Well, it said. Uh, hopefully, you'll be driving today, now. Uh, yes, <laughs> I am driving. Oh, man is yeah. my driver. Yes, yes, no. I am driving. Rick and I uh, carpool most many mornings. That's uh, a really interesting flavor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, she got it at the. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, we. Uh, Right next door to us is a little shopping center with a big liquor store. Conveniently, Gravagadio is situated right next to a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> Here in beautiful downtown. For Bethesda. those really long days with hard deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the time go so much it's faster. One stop shopping. So what else? Should, what else should we talk about? Um, well, we could talk about what uh, the the latest book you're working on. Either well, either at whatever stage you want to, because we're always in three different you know, yeah, stages. Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm um, uh, Patrick has just gotten a start on the vocal edit for Rogue Angel Fifty Seven, uh, Mystical Warrior, Mystic Warrior. Tell us about Mystic Warrior. Well, um, uh. Anya is back in uh, the middle Europe, uh, back in uh, Hungary and Germany and places like that, which she she was in uh, just a couple of episodes ago. She liked which, it so much. Yeah, which is great because I'm still familiar with the uh, pronunciation rules of Hungarian. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, 
and um, she there we're looking for the missing treasure of the Merovingian kings who ruled the Franks, the Salian Franks in the 8th century in what is now France and parts of Germany. Excellent. Yes. And uh, so we go all over the place. And hilarity ensues. Yes, yes. <laughs> and next thing you know, helicopters are shooting up Cal State. And oh. uh, yeah, yeah. How did we get to Cal State? Uh, because we start off in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, okay. She's, uh, she's a... Um, She's kind of giving her uh, her archaeological expertise on the shoot on, on a movie shoot, uh, uh. and there's this crystal, and they find these pages, and uh, and the crystal reveals a hidden message, and I don't want to give up too much of the plot, but it's very exciting. Awesome. It's it's helicopter attack after car chase <laughs> after, yeah. Yeah. So Patrick is looking Patrick, for, Patrick looking is, forward to post production. Yes, on that. he's he's going to have a lot of fun. I hope. Uh, <laughs> Creating all of this mayhem, I'm encouraging him to make it loud. What so. do you think Dwayne's doing over the other I don't class? know. He's I wasn't interrupted oh, by, yeah, um, by, by by whom? Um, by um, well, MJ Casey came in and interrupted me. I think um, at some point, yes. um, someone is going to have to sit in his chair for me. Oh, cause um, I um, I've been summoned. Production demands, <laughs> or uh, oh, have you? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I've been. Um, I think John is still out there. Maybe he. Can and do you know it. what? In the in keeping with the revolving door thing, why shouldn't you rotate as well? <laughs> 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 yeah, Dwayne, rotate. <laughs> well, how long? I mean, do you have to go now? Well, um, not at this very moment, but um, okay. I, I, we have John Glennon standing out here. We'll um, bring in John. So we'll bring John. We'll let John in. take John. up, Dwayne. Right, come on, and you can come yeah. back when you're when you're done. Yeah. Right, if we're still here. Hello, John. John. Hey, what's going John on? Glennon. John, <laughs> tell us. Uh, John has been uh, while he's been working furiously for us. We haven't actually seen him for what six weeks now. Uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, give us a little uh, rundown of what's been, what you've been what going through. What this horrible through. ordeal you've been going through. <laughs> well, uh, like Batman, my back broke, <laughs> um, and I was kind of left out of commission for a little while. And I've, uh, you know, been. Uh, been working from home, but uh, yeah, a few weeks ago or early November, I had surgery in my lower spine, and since then things have been uh, they've been a lot better, that's for sure. So now, when you now, I, we should say this is John Glennon, a uh, sound designer on many titles. What uh, what's the most recent thing you've been working on? Oh, uh, I, I just said we'll add more, we'll uh, add more minutes. I just finished uh, Mick Oberon job number two. Oh, yeah, I did that with Terrence, and or, uh, we just started Spellsinger two, so I should be working on that uh, and that should be finished in about a month or so awesome awesome so when you're working at home uh are you like hanging from the ceiling or how are you how are you handling um, your back issues yeah, well, uh, i've been doing a lot of standing uh, at the moment have so, you yeah I've been, do you have one of those uh desks that go up and down like uh, like uh, ken jackson does well here? no actually my uh, stepdad actually helped put something together for me he had some wood lying around and he was like yeah i, I think how tall do you want it and I'll, wow uh, that's great yeah so that was that was really Really helpful. Um, it's it, you know post surgery. It's still a little like a uh, little, little rough, but uh, you know I'm making it. I'm making it work, and so uh, you know keeping keeping the products coming out for yeah. sure. Well, I, c I, c I can say that you you seem to be moving very well and, yeah. and getting along qu quite nicely. I don't notice you limping or, or <laughs> being stiff or like you're in pain or anything. So You look like you might be getting more sleep than you would have if you were coming into work every night. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got a lot more sleep than I did last night. Um, 
No, but good. Well, we're glad to see you. I mean, where do you, you where uh, where are you where are you coming from? How far of a commute do you have when you do come? Um, well, it really depends on the time. Yeah, <laughs> that I that's decide true. to head out, but uh, I'm down in Anne Arundel County. Uh, oh, about, okay. Yeah, fifteen twenty minutes outside Annapolis. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, so it's so a little, little bit of a hike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially during rush hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What? So what um, do you uh, what do you think? Yeah, and we've when we've been recently. Um, conducting some interviews with potential uh, future uh, sound designers. And, I mean, uh, what would you say are the biggest revelations since when you started to where you got now, uh, to where you are now in in production? Where do you think uh, you were the most clueless when you first started? Or or how do you think um, things have evolved for you? And what has it been, three years now? Um, It's just a little over two, actually. Oh, okay, okay. I guess uh, it's, it, uh, a lot of it comes down to like uh, workflow. Yeah. Kind of trying to get as efficient as you can, streamlining like where are my most used sound effects and where like my go to beds and right. and trying to figure out, you know, it's like, all right, uh, uh, you know, like westerns are, you know, it's like the doors always sound like doors and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. want to, you know, you have your, have your go to's and, and you jump to that. And then also um, just trying to um, also the, the timing of, uh, say dialogue or the timing of the way things play out in the story kind of um, I, I, at this point it feels like second nature but to try to make it feel as natural and as real time as possible yeah um, is kind of is is the goal but you know it, it took a while to kind of really get the the, the rhythm down of how like the, the stories play out almost like uh, almost like a song really you want the mm-hmm. you want things to be introduced at the right times because if it comes in too early or late you throw off the listener Right. So. I'm glad you mentioned song because you've also done a lot of composition for us. You've done uh, what are what are some of the themes that you've done that that listeners might uh, um, recently uh, did the Falling Blade theme. Um, so I know that or yeah, Falling Blade that one uh, was that six issue series. So I th- yeah. believe we've done three at this point so far. Did you did Secret Wars too? Didn't you? Uh, no, I did no? the uh, I did the Deadpool theme. Oh, the Deadpool theme. Yep. I've okay. done. I did the Deadpool theme, and I did the Guardians of the Galaxy. Theme. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Okay, which was kind of a funky kind of. Yeah, that one was fun because I was talking with Scott about you know what he wanted as far as the sound goes, and you know the um, the movie is very reliant on you know seventies kind Pop of sound. music yeah. because he had that cassette tape. So the right. whole idea was to kind of emulate that a bit without being too blatantly you know ripping anybody yeah, off right yeah. so exactly um but yeah i went and i you know i i saw the movie and i listened to the soundtrack pretty religiously for a little while and he had some bands that he wanted me to kind of listen to and excuse after me. that i was able to you know it's just like okay i uh, i think i got this and after you know a couple of different passes uh talking with scott he's like i like this but make it faster i like this add this or you know take get rid of that but um so i i'm actually really happy with how that one ended up coming out should i get out of here and go get somebody yeah else? why don't you go drag somebody all right. else and i'll keep talking to john while you're going okay very um, good um, all right uh, j- thank you everybody happy holidays thank you nan stay sober uh no <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think uh, 
I may be getting out of here myself. Oh, okay. So, so what? Uh, so what's happening? I believe we have uh, Michael John Casey is here. Okay. Is he going to be on that side or this side? It looks like he might be on this side. Okay. So, yeah, he's yeah. going to replace me more uh, the time being Rick. So uh, okay. Nobody can actually replace we'll you, bring another person in to go into the studio with you. All right. We're covering a lot of ground here. All right. And it, it <laughs> was well. Okay. I'll, I'll be surprised by whoever comes next. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Why, it's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Joe Sunday from the Eric, from the City of the Lost. City of the Lost. Yeah. That's what my, my, my 20 packs of cigarettes and five scotch boys. <laughs> <laughs> you never smoked, did you? Uh, yeah, I smoked for a while. Did you really? Yeah, when I was younger. I smoked for a while when I was younger. And then, like, when I was in grad school... I mean, all we did was, like, we wanted to, like, appear cool, so we would have, like, these penny-any poker games and then smoke really terrible cigars, thinking we were, like, living, <laughs> living high in the hog. We're in school. We had no money. We were smoking these things that we buy at, like, CVS. Oh, my God. Every following Monday, whatever we did in class had nothing to do with the classwork and had more had to do with the fact that we were all, like, yellow. <laughs> and our, and our, we're constantly coughing at bits of lung. It was, like, terrible. Uh, well, the good old days, man. Yeah, they that, weren't so good. I guess that would prepare you for the role of Deadpool and, and many yeah, other incredibly, things. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly. horrible things to your body and then think you can get away to, with it. I used to smoke those little beaties, you know, the... Um, oh, this is Ken Jackson, um, Ken by Jackson, the way. Ken Jackson, everybody. Oh, That's hey. a, who's our surprise guest? My secret Santa. Those things are illegal now, though, right? The clove cigarettes. Is that beaties. all you want to know about? You came in here and you're like, what's illegal now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already know what's illegal. Uh, clove cigarettes? Yes, clove you do. Why are they illegal? I used to think in some states they are. <laughs> See, we used to, we smoked those on stage because they were supposedly better for you than tobacco. Right. I know. And yeah. everything smelled like a honey baked ham. <laughs> I was like, how is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So what's what's been the what are, what themes have you guys been hitting on? Oh, we're we're all over the place. All we're over the place we're all over the map. I mean, I do ask people what they're working on. Um, I know I'm working on this eggnog out here outside the oh, are you? I'm working on. Hey, man, that stuff you're, that Colleen Your brought? wife has cinnamon whiskey, Oh, my brother. God. Have you, yeah, yeah, yeah we don't promote it? bad behavior here. Oh, no, of course here. not. Here. Hey, it's the holidays, man. Nope. We don't promote any bad um, yes, behavior. She's passing it around like, <laughs> like we're at some sort of tan city in the break room. Like, <laughs> just passing around a bottle. Nice flask-shaped like, bottle, too. I was like, yeah, shouldn't you put that in a bag or something, sweetie? <laughs> well, so to answer the question, I am working on the Fallen Blade series. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, you are right in the thick of that. Oh, yeah. Right? So I'm doing, right now, just started post on book four, recording book five. <coughs> uh, and book six has been returned from the adapter. So it's sitting there waiting for me to prep it. And that's nice, the last book. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, so who who are your leads in that? Uh, the continuing leads uh, are Julianne Elliott, oh, okay. um, Matthew McGee, oh. uh, myself, because um, it's one of those first person narration yeah, yeah, yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, and uh, Terrence. Terrence Aselford. Cool. Yes, Terrence Aselford. Uh, and then there are people that have come in and out of the story that are in more than one episode, but they haven't been in every episode. Right. Uh, like, recurring um, characters. Rebecca Shear. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, she's a, a recurring character. Uh, but she's only been in two episodes All right. of the of the six. Oh, oh, and the one person also I should mem- mention is Kimberly Gilbert. She's been in every one oh. uh, since the first, except she's, the first She's one. a popular popular actress with us. These oh, yeah, days. very talented. She should yeah. be. Very talented. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get her in for a podcast interview, and uh, her time is... Hard to come by. We'll get her in one of these days. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, people working with us that are wanted by many other directors. Yeah, around she's town. she is always in a show. Always, always. And uh, she just fairly recently won a Helen Hayes, didn't she? 
Did she win one? I thought she won. She was certainly nominated. She won the year before last, oh, for maybe. a fact, because she presented one of the awards. Right. This year? The, yeah, this, the year before. These are, uh, for those of you listening who don't know, these are the local uh, stage actor awards. Yeah, like, uh, the, like the New the, York has the Tonys, the Tonys. and uh, Chicago has the Jeffersons, and the Barrymore Awards are in Philly. Right. DC has the Helen Hayes the Helen Awards. Hayes Helen Hayes, Hayes being... The eponymous woman of the uh, the first woman of American stage. I was at the very first Helen Hayes Award in which back when the Earth was cooling. Exactly. Yeah. What well, was that well, let about? Me, let me, well, you were like when Oog stood up for his cave hey, drawing. I was like, Helen All Hayes right. was actually still there. Alive? I know she was still oh, alive. She was there. She went, she went yeah. to like the first three. I want to say like seventies. Uh, yeah. uh, Did she ever stand up and be like, no, it was the, it was the uh, 80s. actually, 80s? I don't think he should have won that one. <laughs> She's like, I don't think that, well, that guy should have won. I Can was, I take my name off of this one? It was, this sucks. It was strange because I was living, actually living in New York, and I just came back to visit family, and I got uh, an invitation to go with somebody, and, I, and we went to the first thing when it was kind of... You know, just a, a fledgling affair. Yes. But, yeah. but I've still got the program. <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of Washington, D.C., any of you listeners who don't live here and have a chance to come and check out the theater scene in D.C., it is vibrant, it is wonderful. There is something for everyone. There are, we are great theater going on I want to say we are the second city. Now, they can refer to the second city uh, performance-wise as yeah. Chicago, but there are more operating theaters in D.C., than Chicago. Which is very good for our business. Which, yeah, which is great for it's our business. It's freaking amazing. I mean, every time I look at the, the paper and there's a review, it's like another theater that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. like half the, a good number of the people that work with us here at Graphic Audio are also in all those shows. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So keep a lot of time they're here during the during the morning because they're performing at night. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It would be actually hard to go to a show in 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 the area and not actually have somebody who hasn't worked for us. Yeah, yeah it would be yeah. like swinging yeah. a dead cat. You're not yeah. gonna find somebody. Yeah, and sometimes we have to uh, you know book them way out in advance because they'll tell us, well, you know, I've got Monday. Right. Because that's yeah, like yeah. the traditional day off. Now. That's right. true. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a once dark the, night. Usually. Once the show opens, they're freed up. Yeah, you know, a lot of times. That's true. Or it's like day. we've been working here all day, like, you know, editing dialogue and working on doing script prep. And they're like, hey, you want to come out and see my show tonight? I'm like, look, uh, I, I need a minute. I you know. know. I would love to come see. And I, I, know. I see well, a lot of stuff. But Ju- Julianne was trying to get me to uh, come see a uh, production that she and Steve Carpenter and oh, Joe yeah. Redmond. It's the, the radio, it's the radio version of, of It's a Wonderful Life that they're doing. Which got extended, actually. Yeah, it did. I know. I know. I can't, I can't yeah. see anything these days. Well, that's the kind of thing, like, you don't think that, you know, while someone works on a movie or whatever, the last thing you want to do is go <laughs> home and or go back out and do that thing. Like, yeah. you think of a cop when he gets home from work, he's like, well, what's on TV tonight? I don't know, like, some cop show? Cop like, like, the last yeah. thing he's going to watch, he's going to watch cartoons, you know, anything but a cop show. Yeah. Oh, Lord Order's on, you know, like, well, let's watch that. There is something to that. I mean, I, I always... What, to me, it's not so much actually seeing the shows; it's the effort of getting to the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, uh, in a and timely fashion after work and being up late because, because for work the next are, day. You're going to stay afterward to congratulate the actor. Yeah, and then you got to go out and get some booze. Yeah. You got to it up. You know, yeah. you got a fight to get into later, not and happening. some other like late night food, <laughs> so, maybe so, a giant slice of pizza. <laughs> this is our this is our mea culpa to all the actors whose shows we never get to go see. Yeah. Yeah. Although can you, kitty, it's, can you re, can you get around a little bit? Yeah, I just I just saw. Um, Who has their phone on in the boat? I, 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 so I'm using but it to time everybody. MJ, oh, okay. I, I will I'm, have sure to tell working. our listening audience that when you started here, you were still doing performances. Oh yeah, totally. I was one yeah, of those. So people. was Colleen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and you that guys doesn't last long usually. <laughs> Terrence will still do something every now and then. Well, yes. I, got, I, I got offered a couple of things this season, I'm but sure I turned them did. all down because of like just other commitments and like feeling that I couldn't. 
I couldn't give it a hundred percent if I was going to do it. You know, yeah, it was going to be tough. So it's like it is. It's it's a it's a drain. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's and you got to figure out where you want to spend that like energy capital in your off time. Exactly. And like yeah, I'd rather spend it here or spend it there. And so. Well, even I mean, even getting older, just doing stage work. I mean, uh, I, re I remember an interview with Lawrence Olivier back in the day. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll send you out here. Jesus, in a what are you guys playing a video game in there? No, no, no. We, we're on a we're on a five minute Somebody time step table. on a troll, and then there was a flower. We've and got there was some, <laughs> Should I go <laughs> get my uh, my replacement mushrooms and stuff? Sure, since I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, I just uh, oh, the, you were the, talking about yeah, Lawrence just Lawrence Olivier. Olivier had said, you know, you know, why don't he was in his sixties or something, and you know, and they were saying, and he was doing a lot of film, but they said, well, why don't you know, don't you think wouldn't you would you like to be back on stage, you know, re, re, you know, do Lear again or something like that? And he says, you know, he just said, I simply don't have the energy. Yeah, it's eight shows a week. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah, it's different muscles too. I mean, like it you're is. hurrying up and waiting when you're on a film set, and then you turn around and like with a show, you know, you got to be. That's true. Yeah, on, it, on a time. film set. It, you only have to be good once. Exactly. On exactly. I mean, not to a, knock it or nothing. And the director like, can actually cobble together a performance. Exactly. Not, they'll just cut have, to the reaction shot have, if you stink, and I, they'll get the other person. I mean, like, how many times do you have actors, you know, like Philip Seymour Hoffman and other people who have died during a film or after film, and, and the, their performance was cobbled together, or another installment of the film was made with outtakes that they had made for the yeah, previous film? Yeah, because they shot you know? so much. And his yeah, work yeah. is still ten times better than some of the people around him. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? Sorry. All right. Well, good good chat with you, Ken. Go grab somebody else. Later, buddy. All right, happy holidays to all. Ken oh, Jackson, oh, oh, everybody. Oh, oh. Jackson. So A jolly skinny man. <laughs> Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree. You were asking Ken what he was working on. I'm currently yeah, yeah. working on um, Colt, the Coulter Farrow series by Frank Leslie. And we're on Coulter Farrow 3 that it's recording right now. And then after that, we have Coulter Farrow 4. How, uh, how many are laid? There's four total in the series. And then after that, I move on to a Western series. Or not a Western, excuse me. Well, it is a Western. Yeah, I was going to say. There's a Civil War oh. series of books. Oh. And then after that, because it got pushed around a little bit, there's going to be the Global Football League series. Yeah, that sounds very intriguing. You know, when I first heard about it, I was like, what is this? Like yeah. football and space aliens and whatever. And it's, <laughs> and it's like American football with aliens and specific aliens play specific positions on, on the team. Like there's like a, an entire like lithe, strong, tall group that are all the wide receivers. And for the people that have read these books, they are People who aren't even sports people, they're uh, fanatic about so, these books. I mean, have you read any of them yet? I have not. Because uh, I'm, I'm gonna, curious I get to know whether, I mean, we're, we're, I guess we're going to be restaging at least elements of the gameplay, right? Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, the author had himself had read the entire first book online. It's, it was almost started in a way as a um, as a podcast oh. of a, just an author reading the book, doing some character voices and putting some music down, but not a lot. And it became a huge hit. And then also the book itself took off. Wow. And now that he has merch, you can buy jerseys from some of these imaginary, <laughs> these imaginary teams. teams. And it was funny because when I first looked at the information, I went to a, a review for the first book. And there was this guy, and he was really excited. He he videoed he uh, he videoed his his review. He didn't just write it and to, right, to Amazon. Right. And he's talking really like really animated. And I'm thinking, this guy is crazy. What's going on? He's a fanatic. <laughs> and then he gets really close to the camera. And when he backs off, he backs up kind of a little. His face goes out of the shot a little. 
and I see he's wearing one of these jerseys <laughs> that the author has made this whole merch, this kind of, you know, secondary revenue stream for himself of wow. jerseys and posters and all kinds of stuff. And, and I thought, ah, dude, I got to get some swag off that guy. When yeah, work yeah, on yeah. This. But it's, they have a huge following, these books. And so I'm looking forward to, to working on them. They're going to be an interesting challenge. Intriguing. And it's called the, the Glo- Global Football League. And the, there are separate titles. I think there's five totalers, like the Rookie, the Comeback, the, uh, the Pro, you know, the Championship. You know, there's all these different. So it, it follows. And it, what it is more like. It's it's you know it's a like most science fiction. There's other issues that are basically couched by the fact that it's aliens and another thing. Right, right. And it's it a metaphor to, or it's a social a allegory for for, um, for you know racism and for okay. uh, you know a person kind of coming into their own and accepting someone who's different from them. Mm-hmm. So this you know this human guy has to play in a sport with his fellow teammates are not you know they're not human. So he has to you know kind of <laughs> come to grips with that. And I think it's pretty. You know, interesting choice. I mean, yeah. there's, some other, there's a lot of other elements to it, but that's one of the main elements that's to it. That's an unusual premise. Yeah. But uh, like I said, people who have who aren't even fans of science fiction or fans of football, both groups love it. Interesting. Well, that's yeah. a testament to the writing. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. like, he's completely grasped these people into, like, this series. So I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how it pans out. Cool. have a new addition to the podcast. Excellent. Well, uh, sign in, please. Uh, come on uh, in. Will be Colleen Delaney. Colleen Delaney. No. Who's entering the <laughs> booth. brought me more booze. Yeah, bringing booze into the booth. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I know. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Guess who's, it's not Dwayne behind the glass. It's actually uh, somebody you're quite familiar with. Is that my turn to speak? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Speak. Speak. Woof. Hi. <laughs> Hi, it's it's Colleen Delaney. Welcome, yeah. Colleen. I've come bearing Christmas cheer. Yes, we're ho- holiday you're in the cheer. form of booze. Your your what? your cinnamon whiskey precedes you. Um, Nan brought some in and was sharing. Well, it's not the company cocktail. <laughs> 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 have we shared the recipe with our listeners? Oh, did you what? You made it? No, I have not made oh, it oh, today. Okay. But you know, it's it's a life hack that, that <laughs> may, maybe many people would appreciate. We here at Graphic Audio have our own signature cocktail called the Graphic Audio Mint Julep. Oh, is that is that what it is? Is <laughs> that what it is? is that you what, know, I was wondering where that smell was. <laughs> anyone can make it with just a real quick trip to the drugstore. It just takes a little bit of. Uh, of of cool mint listerine, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and a sprite or Seven Up just doesn't matter. See, now there's no mint julep in this. Yeah, you don't judge. No. You've had a sip from the chalice this there, is boy. Cinnamon. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But but in a pinch, you, well, you have to get the the, the cinnamon yeah. whiskey from the liquor store. Exactly. But the the graphic audio mint julep is a life hack. For well, those you'll have in to need of a mint. And hack being content. the noise you make when you're like exactly. when you're when you're, when you're ingesting to, it later. You have to post post the recipe on the, on the website. I I, I I sent a GA Nation blog coming on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll share um, all my recipes. Colleen's bartender's guide to graphic audio. Sure, it goes real good. Um, 
you know, in the wake, let's say you had too many graphic <coughs> audio mint juleps one yeah. evening. Let's say. <laughs> let's say. <laughs> Bet you can't drink just one. <laughs> Uh, well, after the first 40, they all kind of taste well, the same. And yeah. just, uh, then yeah, then, the, then the following morning, we can take a page out of Paula Dean's uh, uh, book. Get fired? Just, no, yeah, I was going to say, let's yeah, hope no. it's the right page. No, 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 no. <laughs> then you just have to have something just that's real, real rich yeah. so it can settle something your with stomach. Something like that ham and butter. Yeah, like a, like a hamburger uh, you know, cooked in butter, but like sliced in between a couple of, uh, a, a slice of like a, a Krispy Kreme donut. It's the ladies' brunch hamburger. That's right. It's a hamburger topped with an egg and bacon between two glazed Krispy Kreme donuts. donuts. Yeah, it uh, almost sounded like a McDonald's commercial there for a second. Well, I'm here to help. You are here to help. You're so always here to help. So you're here, uh, can you go tell ahead. us a little bit about uh, what projects you're working on right now? There you yeah. go. <laughs> you have to picture my finger raised a la Archer while I'm uh, drinking. Yes, like I'm drinking. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my projects, my projects. Yeah, so your projects. <laughs> you're living in your projects. So this is unraveling. No, I'm more than happy to turn the turn the wheel over to MJ. Um, this car is going off the rails. So yeah, rounding third in post. We've got uh, Frontier Two coming at you. All right. Um, it's a the frontier western adventure with a, a leading lady heroine type. So on the heels of that, you got the Kerrigans too with Helen Pafumi in the lead. Ah, Helen. Yeah, so frontier. Oh, I know why. Because it's always sort of a snapshot of a different. It's not one heroine all the way through, but each story so far of the two has a strong woman at, oh, at the lead so of the it's cast. almost an anthology, except it's all in, it's in continuity. I mean, they're all... Is it interconnected or are they separate stories? Uh, uh, it's the same time and place. Okay. Um, and from book one to book two so far, we've had like a couple of characters straddle both storylines, but we're, you know, they were just sort of a bridge from one part of the world to like, okay, now this part of the world and these characters and these problems. Is this Do you enjoy working on those kind of projects? Because, I mean, I had the same thing happen with some of the, uh, some of the, um, the Stephen Blackmore books of characters in the same place, but like, you know, sort of crossing over, crossing over in other people's stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all right. I mean, I try to keep myself and the author honest just in terms of like, okay, we already established this, so let's not right, contradict that. Right, we can't contradict that. things, yeah. You know, and it's tempting to do so, especially, as I say, when, like, the, the, the projects bear similarities to other projects yeah. authored by different people, different worlds, technically, but, like, still, like, brain explosion. <laughs> um, and now I'm prepping, like, a, a super bonus, which is uh, Silver Book 4. Oh, okay. So when we wrapped up 3, as we understood it, uh, uh, there would be no more published. Oh. Surprise. But but then, but then... But due to popularity in public demand... That's right. We got Book 4 uh, self-published by the author. Wow. So. Yeah, we've been doing that with a, a number of series these days. Is getting, uh, you know, if you want the next edition, you have to come to us. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, you know, it's definitely nice to um, not have to build a world anew. You know, yeah, yeah, let yeah. those characters and relationships deepen and complexify, and yeah. you know, have a new obstacle or a new. Um, you know, desire to be met, you know. Have you been able to maintain frontier. the cast uh, so far? Yeah, yeah, so far. Don't jinx me, bro. Oh, but, sorry. like, yeah, it's okay. Well um, done, Rick. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, I think uh, 
Yeah, see, and now beyond that, I'm looking at going back. So after Silver Four, there will be the next Lupi book, and we've had a long wait for that one as well. Yeah. So now I'm thinking. Now that one already, we already had to have a cast change in that one, if memory serves. In the Lupi, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That I mean, was some that's while the, that ago. That is, I mean, when a series is ongoing. Uh, or even just long enough, it's inevitable. That's right. So mm -hmm. the first part of the series, we had Dam Danny Gavigan playing right. Rule, and then Eric Singdalson took over the role. We haven't had Eric in for a while. He will be back. Excellent. And all of these books, that's the World of the Lupi series, the Kerrigans, and the Silver series, are all available on at graphic, excuse me, www.graphicaudio.net. Wow, you really are fulfilling Thanks. the role of Dwayne Beaver here. Yeah, I know, I've done my... Except yeah. you got to lean in and give us a little deeper resonance. Yeah. Uh, give me... Uh, www. That graphic audio dot net. There you go. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not well, even close. I'm a pretender what, to the throne. Dave Coyne does the best Dwayne yeah, impression I've ever heard. He does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. And that's a, that's available on an earlier podcast that we did when he did that whole yes. day in the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I talk about using Dave Coyne from afar? Oh yeah, that's a great sure. idea. Sure, please. So uh, my first, so David Coyne has played a ton of roles for us. Oh yeah, uh, we miss him dearly. I mean, some of his like premier He's flagship not dead. He roles just went out would to be like. Um, well, he was Wolverine. Wolverine. In fact, he'll be returning in Ms. Marvel Volume Two. I, right. I have yet to edit his files, but I have them in hand. And and didn't he like? Didn't he had a series? Uh, he's had a number of series. Well, he was also, he's he one of the leads in Playing Gods, uh, Chris and Karen's book that mm -hmm. just uh, yep. premiered. But back in the deep archive, we've got David Yeah, he was Roxon, uh, of the He was, right, he was Doomsday Warrior. Doomsday Warrior, that's right. Uh, there, there aren't too many titles. Don't kick me out, bro. I'm not kicking you out, are you kidding? Um, in fact, screw it's it. It's a video game you're playing. <laughs> playing all Stop games the your Sims, Rick Rowan. I know, no, right? Well, the whole idea was the five-minute interview when you move on. But, you know, at this point... Yeah, the booze has kind of, like, wrecked that plan. Yeah, that's all right. It's Hey, it's it's the holidays. Totally. This is our Christmas party holiday all in your mind, right? <laughs> there better not be a mistletoe in there. That's all I got to say right <laughs> now. No. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. So, yeah. So, I know I know. Rose recorded uh, Dave Coyne for some remote roles in brr, whatever her book was at that point. And I have Dave Coyne playing a couple of roles in the book I'm listening to now in post, which would be Frontier 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, I was on the phone with Dave Coyne. He yeah. was across the country in yeah. his new home booth. Right. So, you know, you were saying that, like, uh, we're... Technologically, like you know, we had to, had uh, a little bit of struggle, but we are making it work with someone who's from on remote. And it's weird because we still have actors who then also come back. Yeah, like, that's true. We were talking true. before about like losing actors, but when well, Danny Gavigan floats into town all the time, yeah, that's he comes right. from L.A. back to this yeah. side of the uh, this side of the states, and yeah. then um, we'll have an actor who who maybe is off doing a show in some other city. Emlyn's uh, been coming back. Yep, and yeah. then come back. Well, fortunately, Emily didn't move that far away. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. only two hours away. That's a little bit more. Uh, also, manageable. James Keegan, who's, who 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 does a lot of work. That's at the, very uh, true. Who's who teaches and works uh, in Delaware, but also does a lot of performing in Virginia with the American Shakespeare yep. Company. He comes in and he's the voice of Captain America. So Captain America, when his son isn't doing it, when his son isn't doing it, <laughs> right. yeah, he's yeah. he's the old guard Captain America. He's the Captain America from Civil War, Death of Cap. Uh, he's the Ultimate. Mm -hmm. uh, so and Thomas Secret Wars too, right? Yes, he was yeah, in yeah, Secret yeah. Wars. That's true. Mm -hmm. Thomas played Cap in um, the, the new Avengers title that Scott directed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the Captain America in the Ms. Marvel universe. He's got cameos in that, but he is the Captain, uh, not Captain Marvel, Captain yeah, like America. That's, that's got to be something um, we should have for a podcast, have the two of them come in and, oh, and wow. do dueling caps Wouldn't that for be us. something? It, that would be interesting. It's like, though, if we can get James in, in, in town, we're not going to waste him on a podcast. <laughs> we're going to have him in the studio. Or we have, the, we have Dave Coyne fly in, and Dave Coyne just give him a lot of gruff because, you know, they don't, you know yeah. <laughs> because Logan has always been like, eh, Cap, whatever. That's yeah. true. Well, and props to all our actors who have a long trek yeah. to get here. I mean, even just those coming in from Baltimore, Jefferson Russell, Steve Winall. Uh, Chris Gennebach. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, Richard yeah. Cutting, our yep. Iron Man. Yeah, remember that name, though, Chris Gennebach. He's oh, been yeah. featuring prominently in he's, he's many one of, my of our new newer favorites. titles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was in in the Daredevil title that I just directed. Um, he played two roles. He played Doctor Strange, and he also played in the very same scene the demon that Doctor Strange summoned, which was kind of nice because the demon was so heavily affected that there's no way you would know it was the same actor, you know. Uh, so it was kind of fun that he understood the dynamics from both ends of the scene, so mm. that kind of added a little something to the performance. Well, Dwayne, uh, excuse me, well, oh, is Dwayne Rick, back? Yeah, Dwayne's back. I'm gonna pit, excuse me, bid my goodbyes well, here thanks, to the MJ, podcast for, group. For thanks a lot for in. having me. And uh, everybody have a good holiday and a safe travel if you're seeing your families. Take it Indeed. easy, everybody. All right. Don't drive yeah. drunk. Chris Gennebach has that triple threat of, like, he's a first-rate actor. Yes. He's got... Uh, really nice sound. Uh, uh, yeah, beautiful, mature sound. Yeah. And he does... He's a character actor. A, a, and really top-notch yeah. uh, uh, dialect work. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, in the last Kerrigan, so in Kerrigan's 2, he plays this hilarious comic <laughs> role of, like, this um, uh, 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 Russian, like, you know, tinker peddler who sells everything on a clanking cart. And, oh, know. okay, okay. But he's also a, a hypochondriac, and uh, you have to tell me my, my things that are all wrong with me. Let me tell you my symptoms. <laughs> and he's just, he's, he's just hilarious. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, well, working on him, uh, the only time I've really worked on uh, with him so far was on the Daredevil project, and I gave him actually a third role, too, where he's like this thug being dangled off a rooftop by uh, Daredevil, and all of them were so distinctively, uh, you know, very unique, and and what I loved about his Doctor Strange was I he got the stylistic note of this this quiet melodrama to the character, this this casual flair of theatricality that, you know, he talks about metaphysical things in a very mundane way, mm. you know, and and that's a quality that, boy, you can't spoon feed that. You can't say, have this if you don't get it, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he got it. It was it was it was very rewarding and, and a lot of fun to hear. Those are those are my favorite scenes in that title with the, with the Doctor's Strange. I mean, I like the whole book, and I thought Jonathan Foyer was fabulous at another new name as as Matt Murdock and among among many others. Uh, but uh, but there was something about doing Doctor Strange because we hadn't had a chance to to explore that part of the Marvel universe. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, we've I, we yeah, Colleen basically made me put my timer away, Dwayne. Did she? Yeah. Wow. So. Getting drunk up in here, I see. Yeah, I, think I don't know so. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Big fireball. She's taking control. On, on, on she's the, the, on the desk. A she's teeny tiny hip flask bottle. I don't know what you're talking It's like an airline bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Ignite the night. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'm going to get on up out of this studio. Well, thanks, Colleen. Who else is left up there? I don't know. How but long I have we been running, Dwayne? 
Um, an hour. Peace an hour? out. Okay, thanks, Colleen. You betcha, Rick Ron. Hit it. You give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Oh, yeah, I think we got, yeah. Yes. Yes, we got uh, a newcomer, uh, Mr. Brian Rogers. Oh, okay, so I don't yeah. have to put away the booze then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. An interview with Brian Rogers. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in, Brian. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Yes, I'm a virgin. The ever? Oh, yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Relax. Um, well, put on the headphones. We'll, we promise to be gentle. All right. Good thing I'm not claustrophobic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too close. It is a good thing. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, you're, you're feeling you're pretty healthy. Guy. You're a great guy. Now. No, I understand. <laughs> I no, that's keep fine. A, keep a good working distance Indeed. between us. Indeed. So, so yes. you, you can get off my lap now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. All right. So, Brian. Yes. I, are you are you enjoying Very the good. holiday season? Are you even aware of the holiday season at this point, or is it still? Uh, a normal work day for you. Well, today couldn't have been a normal work day. Uh, yes, great uh, holiday <laughs> season so far. Okay. Um, and uh, what, what, what was your secret Santa gift? Talk about my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my secret Santa gift was uh, to what I gave or both. what I got. Both. Well, oh. But but what you got? To oh. Start with. Uh, well, I got a. Troy Palomalu action figure, which is with real long hair and yeah, it, it was basic action figure with uh, you know it wasn't like a it was like a bobblehead, but the head doesn't bobble, right? Uh, yeah, kind of kind of creepily, kinda yeah, like like, like um. yeah, kind of. I would I would just say I hope that he got it on sale because. <laughs> Troy Palomalu doesn't play anymore. So yeah. All, all his, but he's, know, I, he's legendary, though. Yes, so. he is a legend, but... You is know. he? You think he's a Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah. If the well, we got, graphic, we got, graphic Audio Universe should know that me and Brian uh, are Steelers and yes. Steelers fans yeah. in here, so... Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, we like winners. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you couldn't possibly be a Washington Redskins <laughs> fan. <laughs> Well, you know, not, not in this there, decade. There, there's hope. What, what is our graph, is what, what is our graphic audio uh, audience? Who do they like? I mean, well, just, they're from all over the world. They like yeah, a yeah. lot of them. Don't even care. Yeah, about football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would think. Okay. Uh, well, what do you? What there. do you? Uh, what? What? Uh, what book are you working on uh, these days, Brian? Well, I'm working on a book called Fallen Blade. That's and, Ken's uh, book. Yeah, it's uh, Ken is a director, and uh, it's kind of fantasy book um, about a guy who kills a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that you know our graphic audio audience. Uh, yeah, they're gonna eat that stuff up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that that's they're, they're used to that. There's a lot of Brian. So, is it okay with you if we use that for the cover blurb? Sure. Uh, Fallen Blade is about a guy 
who kills a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. But he slices <laughs> and stabs a bunch of people. So if you want variety in your killing, then, <laughs> then I would suggest you buy Fallen Blade. Well, I under, also understand that yeah, this guy that does all the killing and slicing, he's he's also a drunk too, right? Is he? He is a recovering alcoholic, <laughs> and now he's he he's actually, uh, you know, has dabbled into drug use. <laughs> wow! On, yeah, on, and this is only what book three. Uh, this is book four. Book four. So, uh, but there there is a happy ending because he is able to at the end of well i won't give too much away but yeah spoiler yeah but uh yeah he he has his he has his demons and uh what are the what are so. the challenges from from your perspective on this book what's uh what's got you sweating bullets <laughs> um i don't know if there's i mean it's pretty straightforward at this point just because this is the the fourth installment so so you, a lot of the same er, yeah yeah already got down. Uh, yeah everything okay. everything at this point is pretty much uh i mean the the challenge i guess for all the books is just you know there is a lot of magic and kind of you know because it is fantasy there's a lot of different magical effects and that you know, literal yeah yeah that they're, they're just making it sound kind of believable and come across you know come effectively come across to the listener you know it, it's uh a bit of a challenge but other than that um you know are there titles that you've done that that you particularly enjoyed more uh, you know what do you have favorites can you recall any i mean uh, it's been yeah. you've been with us for since the very yeah, beginning yeah. So we got uh, 11 years yeah 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 i mean um yeah for the audience um yeah. brian uh, rogers is um the longest tenured uh, sound designer here at Graphic Audio. Yep. Stuck it out. Yeah. yeah. So he predates Graphic Audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cutting As audio. do we, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've had a few favors. I mean, I I think one that actually kind of sticks out. I know um, there was a Rogue Angel that. Um, I think it was like book three or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. like way, <laughs> way back in the day. Uh, but I thought the story was good. It was kind of like about, um, you know, there was like some relic that uh, it was like, I know it, it had like, it was slaves and some other stuff. Um, I can't remember the actual storyline just because it was so long ago, but yeah, that kind of stuck out just because I felt like, you know, the music to that one was really good. I, you I felt that you nailed it. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. On the on the scoring, uh, any book that I you know feel like I I you know score pretty well, those tend to be my favorites. So, um, I'm just wondering if yeah, we could, if we found the actual book if you'd you'd recognize it, but maybe not oh, by title. Yeah, I think it was called uh, something Stone. Uh, the, the let's see, the yeah. the Spider Stone. Yeah, maybe Spider Stone. Yeah, yeah. okay. That, that kind of that title sticks out of yeah. my head. Yeah, yeah. You also worked with Man on uh, yeah. uh, North America's Forgotten yep. Past. Yeah. Which had some very unique. Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I was. Uh, I wish that book had had caught on a little yeah. bit better, just because. I will say it was kind of, 
you know, it, it, I can see why people may have thought that book was a little bit depressing just because it was based on, you know, kind of... Uh, kind of a hard scrabble life. That yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Tribes. It was very... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know... Kind of trying to find their way. Yeah, it was a lot of people dying of hunger and that type of thing, so... Now, uh, this, uh, going back to Rogue Angel 3, The yeah, Spider Stone, yeah, is that, that was the pass. one... It says, in the crumbling remains of a tunnel that was part of the Underground Railroad, a mysterious artifact reveals one of the darkest secrets of Africa's ancient past. Does that sound right? Yep. Yeah, okay, that's so it. that is the one. You even remembered the number. You did good. Yeah. <laughs> that's I knew, pretty good. I knew it was, yeah. Considering I knew it was like, you know, within very the first early on. five. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Well, the date on that is 2006. So, wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah geez. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, the, that's the, pu- oh. That's the uh, print uh, copyright. The uh, 2007 is when we, we did it. Oh, when we did okay. it, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to ask what Santa's bringing me for Christmas? Yes, that, that'll be the last question we ask. What oh. is Santa bringing you for Christmas? Uh, I think I might get cold this year. <laughs> have you been bad? I think I have, man. I don't you. know. <laughs> but um, Would you like to talk about it? I could add more minutes. Well, yeah, where's the psychiatrist chair? <laughs> You think, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could get Lucy Van Pelt and she could sit here right. and charge you a nickel, nickel. for no, yeah. psychiatric. <laughs> I, I I have very basic needs too. I only want one thing for Christmas. What is that? That is a, a, a Panasonic shaver. Oh, that's all. Is Amina listening? Does Amina know this? Um, I don't know. But you know, I'm we'll get have the word to, out to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna she's help us uh, in uh, doing some early research on Ms. Marvel, uh, Brian's girlfriend. She was. What's Amina's last so name? Shaffy. She Shaffy. was so pleased to be in that book. Yeah, too. she was telling all her family members and. That's that's awesome. That's a big like, deal. Yeah. That's yeah, a, she was like, yeah. Yeah. Deal. yeah. I think she realized how hard this was. Too. Oh. <laughs> I tried to prepare. I was like, yeah. look. It looks easy. I mean, it. you know, you don't think it's as hard as it looks, yeah. but then when you get in there and you actually do it, I was like, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> like, I well, really honestly. She did honestly, good. She did. Uh, it yeah. was funny that, I mean, I had her do, you know, little little roles, you know, that were, yeah. you know, that were fairly. She consulted on a lot of the cultural stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and on, on the ethnicity of the Pakistani American and, and music and, and a lot yeah. of stuff and just, uh, you know, just a lot of and pronunciations and things. Mm-hmm. So we, we had her play some small roles, but she nailed the teenage stuff yeah. really well. She She's, did. Yeah, uh, she can do. Yeah, she can do those those little kid characters and stuff. It was but, cool. But yeah, she was like, yeah, you know, I, it, it, it is really like, you know, it's a different environment. And yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting. I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I try to tell. Yeah. Them that. Well, a lot of people think, you know, it's just, you know, sitting down in front of a microphone and reading. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Philistines. <laughs> <laughs> but Amina did great. She was great. She was okay. Cool. All right, Brian. Well, all right. Now your mission is to get us uh, anybody else who's uh, still out there and would like to come in. My and guess is that okay. it's only what one other person, right? I who think. Uh, who did, uh, did Terrence come in yet? No, Terrence hasn't no. come in. Oh, okay. yeah, Angie go, go, said go. she would come in. I, she stuck her uh, head oh. in, uh, oh. but I think she was coming through bearing gifts. Oh. But you know, um, whatever. I mean, yeah. We, I guess we can go get Terrence and yeah, um, let's get Terrence. And I think okay. Pat too. Pat has. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. I go, right, I go flag Pat down first because right. I think he's at his desk. Right. So hold on. Cool. You know, there's that shit.
Stratton's in here. Hey! All right. Hey, hey happy holidays, Patrick. Yes. How are you, sir? All right. Well fed. <laughs> well fed. <laughs> yeah, good. Yes. Loaded up on pasta and pizza. Oh, yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome. How are how are your holidays shaping up? Uh, you uh, sta- you, you're staying in town, right? You don't, you don't go out of town or anything, do you? No, no. My brother's coming in from Chicago. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm, okay. We get together. My my parents are asking me for advice on getting a new TV. So that's oh, so that's whole, a good thing. Well, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a good thing, and at the same time, it's just a pressure. <laughs> it's it's pressure because like I keep telling that I keep giving them like good advice, and they keep <laughs> and they it gets totally ignored. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my dad's like, well, we can just get the name brand. I'm like, but you don't need the name brand. You can get <laughs> you can get off brand and save like two hundred dollars. Like, yeah, let's just get the good one. And I'm like, well. Why'd you even ask me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to have a uh, HD in the house. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, so you guys you've been you've been struggling without high def? I have it in in the basement, but oh, okay. not uh, not cable. So it's just hooked up to like I have a media PC in my Xbox. Oh, okay. But I don't even have HD uh, set top box. There's only one in the house. You and poor child. Right, wow. right. I know. <laughs> poor neglected. First world, world problem. Yeah, I, I world can't problem. even imagine people having standard deaf boxes <laughs> yeah. in the house anymore. <laughs> I know yeah. it gets it's ridiculous. It doesn't have an HD. You get spoiled. I was gonna yeah. say it doesn't have an HDMI output even. Like I have to. It, the only output you have in my no box choice. is coax. Yeah. Wow. Good night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living in squalor in McLean, <laughs> <clean> Virginia. <laughs> so what uh, what book are you working on these days? Uh, Rogue Angel. Uh, it sounds like this. Uh, the last one we did was a bit more on the mysterioso type side, yeah. A little bit more uh, developing a s- developing story kind of a thing, and then this one sounds like it's just nonstop action, action helicopter, <laughs> car chase, m- machine guns. <laughs> now is this okay? So did you just you just wrapped one, right? Yeah, we, ju- okay, we just okay. so that was that was Rogue Angel fifty six, right? Right. Yeah, the the mortality principle. Right. And now the and the latest one I think is it's Mystic or Mystic Warrior. Mystic Warrior. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah, it's a lot more. It's it. I mean, the the mortality principle is still good. It just it was much more. I feel like uh, character driven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, though it's kind of like a mystery the whole time of what's going on. It's interesting. The cover of uh, the mortality principle has probably got the most action of any I've seen on the cover of her. She's like swinging a sword down in the rain. <laughs> ah, she's always got a sword. Yeah, yeah. 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 Her sword. I mean, she uses the sword. There's action. Yeah, in it. it's yeah. Just, it's, it, it's a little bit m- more. You know. More, uh, like you said, character-driven than, yeah. than typical. For you normally expect, you know, at least a couple of car chases in in, in uh, a Rogue Angel. Yep. So, um, what? W- well, okay. So, if, if as far as you're concerned, what's the real difference between uh, a character-driven piece and one that's loaded with action? I mean, is it is it a lot more detail? Is it? Uh, I imagine you're talking about different types of scoring and yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the main the main thing that you'll notice is uh, having having to get 
much more subtle music that you can actually put underneath dialogue. Right. Uh, whereas, like, with action, it's a lot easier to just be like, well, I need a lot of crashing cymbals yeah, and, right. you know, loud horns or something. Or a lot of high guitar. energy and up-tempo. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> it's a lot easier to find Wailing something. guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can slam anything in there, but... Uh, with character driven, it's a lot more nuanced, I guess, yeah. would be, you know, subtle stuff that's, in my opinion, more difficult, but, uh, you know, I'm also used to nonstop action stuff. <laughs> what, um, what have you, what have been some of your favorite stuff to do? What do you, what, what would you point a listener to if they, if they want to hear the definitive, uh, Pat Stratton sound on a book? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um. Well, one of my proudest moments came really early on that wasn't even, it was when Allison was here and we were still tag teaming books. Yeah. Like it just something that came together so well, but even though I'm sure if I went back and listened to it now, I'd be like, oh, I could have yeah, improved that on happens. it. But like score, the scoring ended up just really uh, working really well on this one side of like the last gunfighter or the, whatever the oh. one with Frank Morgan. That's right. the last gunfighter. Gun yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's on a he's on a ship in like Alaska, like going from Alaska to San Francisco on a boat, mm -hmm. and the boat crashes, and he's like scrambling as it as he falls off, you know, trying to grab as the boat is listing. Yeah, yeah as yeah, it's yeah, falling okay. over, and he falls is. and he falls into the water, and like this was my first time doing like underwater. It was one of my first post books period yeah and, and like you had underwater the, scenes yeah and i was like i had to you know switch the ambience all to underwater and i was like oh this is like this is crazy intense and then the music that i use i had there's this fierce and foreboding bed that just timed oh, yeah. perfectly where it's like oh my god like and then like crash into the water and then it goes like a little bit like it cuts to like more you know <laughs> Oh, that is a magic moment when things <laughs> yeah, just yeah. sort of sync up and all of a sudden the yeah. scene just like jumps. Uh, it's like I didn't time. do anything, you know. <laughs> like yeah. it was well, there. but you put you put things in the right place for the magic to happen. Yeah. You, you yeah. arranged a, and and sometimes it is just it is uh, happy happy accidents. I mean, I'm yeah. where, you know, it, it, happy accidents are a product of hard work. So it's not like it's you know it's just luck yeah. <laughs> that it yeah. happens to fall together. It may seem that way when it happens. I remember the first underwater thing that we did uh, that I was conscious of and uh, Nathaniel worked on it um, it was for uh, Infinite Crisis and that mm -hmm. was the last time we had virtually every engineer that was working yeah, for the company work on, on, work on, on one different production, scenes yeah. because Dan, <laughs> Dan Sondak had he had the storyline sort of mapped out with specific engineering teams and he went ahead and assigned different so so there's there's a real because the story itself lends itself to um, being a variety of styles. Mm -hmm. uh, there were there there was the underwater scene in Atlantis, and I remember that first moment where where you start above the surface of the water, and then it's like the camera pans down, and you hear the transition from from above water to below, and then everything in that scene was was underwater, uh, and it was. Nathaniel worked his butt off to get the the right sound. I mean, back in the days when we could really spend a ridiculous amount of time on scenes. <laughs> and I remember that first time that, that graphic audio really tackled, you know, heavy underwater stuff. And, and it was cool. It was exciting. It was one of the ones that I listened to over and over again because of that. You know, one of the scenes that I did. Yeah, now and now it's a staple. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. In fact, you know, if there's a scene that if there's a character who falls into the water, there's a good chance we'll hear a little bit of them being under the water. 
I remember in Civil War we also had uh, Atlantis. Yeah. The whole thing with... Uh, that was all underwater. Yeah, that whole thing. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had to do actually going, like, slowly. Whenever I've gone, transfer, it's always like a, you know... An abrupt. A, yeah, you can cover it with a splash, kind of, from the, yeah. the immediate switch. So yeah. doing that slowly probably be a... Uh, bit more difficult i remember we had to do an uh, in the adapting process for that uh the the scenes inside uh namor's uh palace or whatever his whatever his his you know royal estate were, room they thing. were all supposed to be actually in water <laughs> and he had this whole dramatic scene between the two of them this whole melodrama you know of the love triangle between namor and sue storm and 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 reed richards and 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 I was like, okay, we got to get these guys in some type of atmosphere because there's no way we're going to be doing slaps and 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 a melodramatic scene with everybody talking like this, yeah, yeah, or doing some type of effect on the scene. So it made perfect sense for him to have an area that he could put an atmosphere in for Sue because she's not a especially she was a, a, above. Oh. Oh. Go ahead, no. We'll let you finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we'll let you finish that thought. Patrick. I was gonna say, especially just because right, it was right after he had his whole speech with telepathy underwater. Also. Exactly. It was like, all right, let's have a break. Of, yeah, yeah. You know, so, suck the water out of the room. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's not do the, everything with a heavy effect on all the dialogue. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Patrick. Yeah, it was um, a pleasure. Uh, good to have you with us. Have a happy holidays. Yes, you too, and uh, happy holidays to the listeners. <laughs> Great. Go grab somebody else. Right. Thanks, Patrick. Yep. I'll have a blue Christmas without you I'll be so blue just thinking about you Decorate Here's Mr. Aeselfort <laughs> There he is right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you do, you do. We just we wanted to hear your your, your we, wanted, we wanted to hear you coming down the hall. Ah, well, here I am. Your carpeted footsteps like, down the hall. It's like I get to be Ringo. I get the last one to talk on the promotional. That's right. Can, can you can you do that? Uh, oh, can you do this in, in Liverpudlian accent for a couple of sentences, maybe? I remember there was a Deathstalker character we had you do with a Liverpool accent. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it was. It was anymore, an but it was, was an AI. It was a ship's AI. That's right. That's right. Uh, so I did do it, but that. And that was that was more sustained than I've ever d- had to do Liverpool before. So yeah, um, but that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you uh, what are you working on now? I am working on uh, a series called Spellsinger, which is is a cool series. We're now recording the third episode and uh, checking out the the second one for post production and changes in there. But um, it's takes place in a world that is every bit as real as ours, but it's a whole other universe where the animals are sentient, they wear clothing, they can handle weapons, they can think, they can plot, they can make war on each other, which they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, are, there, are there humans as part of yeah. There are humans. There's, there, our hero, uh, Jonathan Thomas Merriweather, uh, is plucked by magic, a magical spell from his comfortable digs at UCLA and plopped into the middle of this okay. uh, situation, and, and he's completely a fish out of water. <laughs> um, but he's delighted to note that he can you know, communicate with all the creatures uh, in this world. And they are nearly human size. So the otter that he first comes oh, into contact with is that. about four feet tall. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, all the all the animals um, 
are are able to to handle everything except for the hooved animals. They're right, the ones we got that into don't. a scene the other day where I was <laughs> playing right. a, unicorn, a unicorn who supposedly snatched something on his way out the door. I was like, now how did he do that? <laughs> if he didn't hook it on the horn, he's going to have to grab it in his mouth. So Rick talked with his mouth open. I go very hard. Are you going to use um, that? Do you think? I think so. Yeah. I kind of like it because yeah. uh, it's only two sentences, and I think right. we can we can get the right. the gist of it from there. But uh, that was fun, and and I hadn't seen it coming. I mean, I knew he had yeah. a unicorn, but I forgot he had to take hold of, you know, hold something <laughs> somehow. So that it's it's it, it seems like from the outside just doing a few roles here and there, mm-hmm. it sounds like a really fun and and series very different from anything else that we've done. It really is. And we've done series with magic in them before, but yeah. this is very specific. The magic can only happen um, if you're playing a particular instrument called a duar, which is like a guitar, um, only it's got two sets of strings. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the singer has to be able to sing. So the two things have to happen together in order for magic to happen. And right. because we have narration and other things happening, we don't always hear the lyrics, but we do hear the tunes. And and we have you know pe- people creating music for the for this strange yeah this musical instrument. Thematically, it's all about music. Yeah, I yeah mean. <laughs> it is. And also the the guitar for one of a. Yeah, better, a better term. term. Uh, it can go from sounding acoustic to sounding electric, so we, oh, okay. we can morph one into the other when we have to. Um, cool. So it's all happening with this one instrument, and of course we'll double track it so it sounds like he's playing both sets of strings at the same time. Now, now is John? John is John Glennon is contributing on that. John Glennon is uh, the engineer, and he's also our musician. So he's uh, creating some sound-alike tunes because there are some tunes, of course, we can't use. Right. But we do a lot of things that are in the public. Public domain, so he can he can create those the guitar accompaniment for those, and uh, the actor who plays John Tom does the singing, and it works. Talk about uh, uh, you're using uh, uh, an actor that, that isn't that familiar to the graphic audio audience in that lead role. Um, yes, Gregory Lennington, um, who is doing a fine job. And the the great thing, I think, I don't know whether the author thought this out ahead of time because I don't know that he knew this was going to be recorded, <laughs> but John Tom, while he can play the guitar really well, doesn't sing all that well. And all the, the other characters keep talking about it. I go, right. well, that was, that was nice, but that's singing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so and so um, I'll, I'll give Greg credit for being the, a wonderful actor and saying, uh, you know, he knows that uh, not all the notes have to be right on pitch. Um, <laughs> and they aren't. So it's, yeah. it's fine. It works. We do you know, three or four takes of each song, and then we pick the best. And we pick that's, and choose. Well, that's all in together. service to the role, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it works. But it just is interesting that all these characters who've never heard John Tom sing before are going, oh, that's, that's magic, but the singing. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun. So there's a lot of humor in this. Oh, there is. There is a lot of good humor in it. And um, a lot of, we're using accents from all over the place. Whatever mm-hmm. is suggested by the animal will we'll go. So it might be a Middle Eastern accent or it might be Irish or right. Welsh if the actor can do it. And uh, it that's like the Star Wars films. It is yeah. like the Star Wars films, well, yes. Well, fantasy, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's not specifically set on our planet, you're yeah. going to be picking from all over, you yep. know? Um, and, and you cast actors and let them speak their natural, yeah. you know, regional, uh, if, if it were a film. Yep, yeah. that's true. And it, because... 
so many characters get pulled in from other places, it's certainly plausible that uh, they're going to sound different. Yeah. Um, there's there's another character that also gets pulled in from the UCLA world, uh, a young lady named Flores Quintero. So she's doing a Latina accent. That's Shanta, right? That's Shanta uh, Parasuraman. And uh, she's doing a fine job with that. Now, she's not in um, the third book, but I think she may come back. So, Which will uh, tie in conveniently with the fact that she's going on tour right now. <laughs> tour. She'll be touring the country while we're recording here. Yeah, so that's why we're I'm fab, uh, you know, ferociously working on Ms. Marvel to get that out yeah. the door before she's gone. Yeah. So it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll all miss her. Um, but she'll be but, back. But she'll be back, and that'll be a good thing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you looking forward to Christmas? I am. Um, it's probably going to be a quiet one for us, but uh, yeah. still, it's it's good. And our early Christmas present was my son getting accepted to Virginia Tech. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Right. So, so he's not going to be that far away. He won't be. Well, he'll be far enough away that that he knows we won't be dropping in. Yeah, uh, and that's fine. I think <laughs> that's he's, perfect. I think he's looking forward to that. It'll be close enough that we he'll can be go home for the holidays. Yeah, and I can't afford to give him a car, so uh, yeah. he'll yeah. be on his he'll own. He'll be trapped. We'll, we'll, yeah, he'll be trapped there, and then we'll come get him for. I should keep them out of most trouble. Yeah, some. <laughs> you know, at least keep the trouble localized. Yeah, absolutely. So that's you know that's what we're going to do for for that's Christmas. Cool. Well, we'll that's awesome news. This yeah, is this. Yeah. Speaking of your son, this mm. is uh, this is. Uh, a guy who we've heard since he was knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah, five years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing voices in here for you know. Kids what was voices. the first thing he did for us? The first thing he did for us was in an Outlanders, and I couldn't even tell him why he was doing what he was doing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I put him in the booth, and we put the headset on him, and I said, "All you got to do is just yell and scream like you do at the playground. You know, yeah. and you, you, you jump off something. What kind of noise do you make? You know." <laughs> And I had him do that often enough that I had a bunch that I could use. And what the situation, which he found out a couple of years later, yeah. was that the, the child was being chased through the woods, having escaped from some from being a prisoner in some situation. And there was a man with a whip hitting him as, yeah. you know, f- catching up to him and whacking him with the whip. A little dark for and, a five-year-old. And a little dark for a five-year-old. So, yeah. um, but he's done he's done a lot of stuff for us, and he still does every once in a while. Yeah, what's it now? What's it like directing him now? Does he take direct? Well. He takes direction well. <laughs> I brought my and Oh my gosh. Uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> what now? Open, go ahead, open the door, Terrence. Okay. What happened? What's going yeah. on? Angie. Here's Angie. Angie. Yeah. Well, it will be when I'm done. <laughs> it will be. This is my present from Terrence last year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't realize it was a tune. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of many on that little button. Well, uh, tell Angie not to go far. Okay. Yeah, don't go far. Yeah. Um, so we'll bring you in in a, in a few minutes. Yeah. The the cool thing about it, he, Bobby does take direction well. And on top of that, he's gotten to direct me because he's working on a senior project at high oh, school really? right now that is, requires some recording. So he's been coming in here on Saturdays with me. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I, I, and yeah. it's it's just basically a dialogue. He decided to come up with um, conversational instruction on physics. So he had, he needs a teacher and a student who doesn't quite understand what's going on. So he's playing the student, and he goes in and records those. And then I jump in and do the teacher's role. Wow. And he has to direct me to tell me what I'm saying because I have no idea. That's awesome. Um, so what so, what, is, what is he planning to go into? What is he? Uh, physics and... and uh, that kind of thing. He's going to be wow. a, wow, he's going to be a totally scientist. Be, yeah, yeah. Totally, to- yeah. totally going the other way. It's from good for it's him. It's very strange. Yeah. You know, yeah, here I am, an actor. My <laughs> wife's an actress and a director, and yeah. we have no idea where this skill came from, but we're so happy for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there are too many actors that aren't thrilled when they find out that their child is going off in a different direction yeah, than their own. That's true. <laughs> so uh, he'll, he'll have a chance to actually make a little money. 
Good for <laughs> take care of you in your old yes, age. I, yes. I keep telling them you might as well pick the home now. Right? <laughs> See what it's going to cost. Did I bring this in here? Is this my? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We got you know dead soldiers all around. Yeah, here. I know. You know we got, you know, there's a bottle. Like, we're hiding the bottle of cinnamon whiskey for magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes we'll keep that in the vase. Yeah, the lobby. exactly. Yeah. So that's that's it's been an exciting year for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah, good news. Yeah, yeah sure. Congratulations. Yes, thank indeed, you. that is. Thank that's you. awesome. That's yeah. that's. It's great to see the progress of of our offspring. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 And, all and it makes me feel old. old. Yeah. I mean, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Say what? I said it makes me feel old. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think when I first started working here, Terrence and Catherine just had Bobby. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, so it's like, wow. That's you know. Yeah. Long time ago. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, that's what happens. Yeah. They grow up and then uh, things happen. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rowan, a young whippersnapper around here. I'm just like, man, this is. I know. Now now he's got a young whippersnapper. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Yes, he does. And he'll be in here soon enough. Yep. We have. um, I'll have to. Somewhere along the line, the listeners may get a chance to hear uh, Chris actually had David record the the family friendly version of certain scenes that were in his book. For for um, uh, for Chris's playing mom, gods, yeah. yeah, for playing gods. There were a couple of scenes that Chris's mom did a little bit of a review of the book, an early beta testing QC type of thing. To and uh, and there were some scenes that he uh, that he had David do. You know, uh, this is what happens in this scene type yeah. of thing. And, yeah. and, and there was a lot of hugging uh, being done metaphorically. <laughs> uh, we'll have to play that for you at some point. Wait, I think you enjoy that. That's good. I like that. All right. Well, Angie is champing at the bit. Yes, yeah. which is the right way to say that, by the way. Um, chomping. No, it's champing. Is it champing? Yep. At Everybody the bit? says chomping. I'm always, yeah, I'm always I know, chomping. I at know, the bit. and they're wrong. Wow. Yeah. Now we know. Well, you, you learn know. something you new know. every yeah. day. Terrence yeah. do that. See, we, <laughs> those of us who come from the Library of Congress training, we know yes, all they, that crap. They, they beat it out of you, or, beat or beat it into you, or something. Well, thank you, Terrence. Well, sure. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And I'll try and sober up for the boss. By all means. All right. See ya. This is Angie Cornette, Colleen and Nan and Ken are back in with us and God knows what's going to happen. We brought our sound effects. Do a little something something for us. Okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Year. What the f***? Good tidings to you. <laughs> I don't think so. I just yeah. brought my. I just brought my. You my, brought your button, your WTF yeah. button. This was my secret Santa from last year. And your and your from Terrence. And your Hershey's cow. And this is this I got my Hershey's cow with my my nieces, but if, this is special because. If you hey, want to hear anything okay. that Dwayne says, you're gonna have oh, to put your headphones on. Oh, hi Dwayne. This hey. is this is very special to me because every time Matt yells at me about something, this is what happens. And you say, "Don't have a." <laughs> That's right. We're a sound effect. That's right. Music and usually it's not uh, live fully. But, no, uh, it's good enough. Well, no, there's a there's a really good what, one. What the? F- what? What the? F- 
that's my favorite one. So whenever that sounded like Terrence. Oh yeah, almost. Yeah, no, this this was great because anytime anything gets you, me really upset. I understand, and you you've been using that like every hour on the hour. Yes, the pretty week. much. Yes, I have. See, I seem to have Western in there for us. Personal favorite, the one that sounds like Terrence. What the f Oh wait, no. What what the f What what the f It sounds like JB. <laughs> <laughs> so it anyway, does. we wish you a Merry Christmas and Indeed. a happy any uh, earth-shattering news you want to present to the listeners? Anything you can that we haven't told them before that we can? We 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 started to allude to titles that are way down the line, but uh, mm. anything any any breaking news uh, from uh, the bullpen? <laughs> Let's see. Well, I mean, obviously the biggest news was what we're kind of starting off in the year, finally ending the year, but starting off uh, 2016. Having launched our first original, which was yeah. your sons and daughter-in-laws playing gods. Yeah. And we also are looking forward to uh, MJ Casey, uh, Casey's... Uh, See, I didn't know if we could talk about that yet. I think we can talk about it, okay. although the pressure might need... No, it's going to make them finish the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But MJ is also a brilliant writer on staff, uh, besides Rick and besides Scott McCormick. Um, and MJ has written us a very intriguing Western mystery series, and I love that because it's kind of like Western and mystery. Yeah, we need more mysteries, and you can and always he, use more Westerns. Exactly. <laughs> so it's got like a big story arc, and I'm not going to give much away to y'all yet because I want I want us to be able to get it ready closer to the time so then you get to really check it out. But it's right. really cool because there's, I think, nine episodes planned. Full, full graphic audio uh, titles, um, and uh, basically there's a main character, and every, there's a big mystery for him, which he's going to have to figure out in the course of these nine uh, episodes. But these episodes are self-containing episodes, so, but at each time when he figures something out, he's like mapping things and figuring out who the real right. culprit is. So it's really good. So we're looking forward cool premise, to, yeah. to launching that. And then Scott's working on with, uh, well, John inspired him from podcasts. And I think the one podcast that they really have been talking to me about is the Broken Tapes podcast. Hmm. Um, and so there's, it's an episodic podcast, but like cereal. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> and uh, Mr. C used to, uh, he'd always tell me about this, uh, the dentist chair. Uh, if you don't know who Mr. C is, uh, Mr. Mr. Cutting. Cutting, the owner of Graphic Audio. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yes, yeah, that's that. What, what Dwayne said. Anyway, um, so Mr. C's always telling us about this one particular, and I remember listening to it as a kid. The 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 dentist uh, chair, uh, the and the uh, I guess he's working on a fellow and the feller and he's they're having a little chit chat and as he's working on the feller's mouth the, the guy is afraid of the dentist already but oh, uh, is this uh, the CBS Radio Mystery Theater yes episode? and then yeah. he finds out yeah, that, yeah. That, that the guy's been sleeping with his eyes so he's right, like yeah, right, right. right so <clears throat> anyway it's a very very interesting little you know, but it was written specifically to work in audio. Right. Yeah. And so we're, you know, so what we're looking at, I don't, Scott can talk to this much better than I, but he is looking at a serial podcast. And this is the premise that he, that he, that, uh, he, he gave us, uh, he had a project. Uh, yes. 
Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll call it Project X. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So we're hoping to bring yeah, that, great idea. that to you guys. And of course, um, you know, I, I, I guess we could, you know, we can say that, we, you know, we'll have our Marvel, uh, Captain America, uh, what's the other we one? We got a Doctor Strange. Doctor coming. Strange and another dead, a Daredevil. A dead Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously we're really stoked about Brandon Sanderson and yeah. doing the Wax and Wayne trilogy, uh, following up Mistborn. So it's like another part of Whisper. So Mistborn fans out there, you'd be very excited about that. Um, and then we're doing sort of Brandon's version of Game of Thrones. It's called the Stormlight Archives in Graphic Audio. So we're going to bring that to you guys this spring sometime. And we're excited about... All Brandon Sanderson all the time. No, no, no. We've also <laughs> got... Besides the genius of Brandon Sanderson, we've got, we've got uh, Michael Moorcock. Yeah. Uh, Quorum series, which Nan's been working on. And um, Jell, uh, Jell, who you guys don't know, Jell Co is, uh, well, Jell Jam Lang Co is Aaron Co's wife. So she's Jell Jam Lang. She's an artist in her own right. And she's creating the art for Quorum. And oh, if you don't cool. know who Aaron know Co is, Aaron Co is archival manager here at. Right. Right. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Right, that's yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's peripherally connected to graphic audio. Uh, he he gives us some technical technological solutions from time to time. That's correct. That's correct. And he works here with us. That's correct. And uh, let's see. Oh, the other thing. Oh, we're, um, well, we're working on uh, getting this wonderful series by the fabulous Scott Siegler, uh, who's created the. Uh, uh, it's Galactic Football League. Yeah, uh, MJ was talking oh, about that. Oh, wow. Now, we are so, so excited we, about so that. So we can talk about that. We can talk about Good, that. Good, because so, MJ talked at great length about we it. We can talk <laughs> about that, and we're we're very excited. Matt just Matt and MJ just go nuts when they start talking about it. It's really funny. So we're, we're excited about that. And then, uh, gosh, Dwayne. What else we got going on, man? We got some we good can, We still can't announce the continuation of certain series, right? Not yet. Okay. It's coming though. We'll have okay, a big announcement fine. in twenty. That is true. There is a big announcement twenty sixteen. Joel out there, our our Facebook buddy that uh, I sh uh, talks to us on a regular basis. Uh, uh, Joel has been asking me, and he's been very patient. And I said, "Sorry, ask me next week." <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Joel. She says that to me too. <laughs> so anyway, let's see what else. Uh, Dwayne. Um. We just been, off just off the top of my head, um, we have a, a western uh, thriller that's coming up. Uh, Caitlin Strong. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That, no, oh, yeah. yeah. We haven't mentioned that one. Yeah. Yeah. Western Caitlin Strong. Um, I think Colleen's gonna be doing that, right? Yeah, Colleen will be doing mm -hmm. that. She actually narrated that before in Autobridge. Oh, uh, uh, for Library of Congress. Mm -hmm. so um, fans of uh, Montauk Monster. Um, oh, yeah. will be doing another um, Hunter Shea book in 2016. Jersey Devil. Jersey yes, Devil? Yes, I believe it was Jersey Devil, mm -hmm. yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, yeah. um... Gotta stop saying awesome. Uh, let well, me see. Larry um, Sweezy. Tell him about Larry Sweezy. You read that book. Oh, um... The Murder Series. See Also Murder. Right. See Also Murder. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a murder book called See Also Murder. I think, uh, Margaret uh, Trumaine mm -hmm. Mysteries. That's the name of the That's series. Good. And the go. first book is See Also Murder. Exactly. Uh, so that'll be coming um, this year in 2016. Uh, I think I assigned that one to um, Nan as well. Okay. So, and Mike Cole, well, we got we got a Gemini. Yeah, Mike Cole, Gemini, yeah, Cell. Um, it's a prequel to Shadow Ops. Yay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. that'll be coming soon. Yeah. And, um, 
That's all that jumps out at me. The big, the, big, the big ones is the ones you covered already. <laughs> yeah, Storm no, and, we're, um, yeah. we're very excited. We're very busy for next year. And actually in the 2017 now, we're getting pretty booked up. So very, very exciting. A lot of, a lot of interesting authors. Uh, some new authors, uh, like the Warlock Holmes guy. What's his name? Oh, right, right. Warlock Holmes. Warlock Holmes. It's pretty interesting. Uh, premise is and that the series we're getting? We already, yeah, we got it. Okay, it's, uh, okay. It's uh, basically the premise is: What if Sherlock Holmes was a wizard, man? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason behind the reason for deduction. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a scat title. Yeah, it could be, could be. So, and then we've got another Peter David, another Pad. Oh yeah, um, right, trilogy. modern author, right? So exactly. King Arthur in New York being mayor. Yeah. That should right. be pretty interesting. <laughs> so, right. yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, so, anyway, lots of good stuff. And, yeah, now you understand why I, Terrence gave me this lovely <laughs> present. <laughs> because that's what's going on. What the f***? Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, Holidays. Happy Holidays. I guess we can... <laughs> I guess we could wrap this up, Dwayne. Yeah. I think we've covered a lot of ground yeah, here. We've been rolling for almost two hours. Yeah, right? this is, we've certainly, we've broken the record. <laughs> yes. This is the longest podcast oh, ever. Ever? And, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, okay, that we've bye. done anyway. <laughs> bye. Let's, let's, uh, let. Yeah, you walk out the door. Go ahead. Bye, Edgy. Wave to us. Bye. Bye. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Okay. I am exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a long day, right? It really has. I was going to do more editing. I, c I can still do more editing. I can do it. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, all of you who are still listening. Uh, I know I say that all the time, but it, it's really true this time. Yeah. If you're still listening to this, we want to thank you. I think this is pretty entertaining. I, Even I, though it's almost two hours, I think. Yeah. It kept people. And, you know, yeah. it's like any. you can always stop and rewind places that you miss or skip ahead right. or, <laughs> or right. whatever you want to do. That's the beauty of audio. Exactly. Well, thank you, Dwayne, for, uh, thank you, for the, the time you spent with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and thanks thanks to MJ Casey for, yeah, for, for filling, filling in. And, and John right. Glennon was in there for a while, too. Yeah. So. Exactly. So uh, I'd say the listeners have got a pretty good dose of uh, graphic audio behind-the-scenes talent. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think they met everybody. Yeah, more than more than they were asking for or could have bargained for. <laughs> but uh, we want to thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, we thank you for being fans of graphic audio, for caring enough to to uh, listen to the podcast and to purchase the product and to keep us uh, employed, employed, and, right. and keep the business thriving and uh, onward and upwards, as you could. As you can tell from what Angie told us, there's a, and, and Dwayne, there, there's a lot upcoming in the year 2016 to get excited about. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And uh, I guess that's it. All right. Until next time. Peace. All in your mind. <laughs>